no secret. Bang. <laughs> um, here's a question. Oh. Do you know what I have not seen in all this Corona mania? Yeah. I have not heard anyone talk, like anyone who's got it and is over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so over it. So no. <laughs> anyone who's got Corona. Yes. And then they no longer have Corona. Like they just went and they, yeah. I, I want to hear their story. Like, you know, how did it feel? They're it... getting again. They're getting it again. Some people, apparently. What? Yeah. No. Yes, people are getting it again. So they get rid of it and then it comes back. Yes. <gasps> and do, they, do you think they're getting sicker the second time? I don't know. I don't know. Because like what we're kind of knowing from the media mm. is that it only really is bad for old people or, yes. you know, sick people. Sick people. So, I mean, it's, it's like for my age group, the mortality rate is 0.2% of people die. From is it. it not more for your age group? Mine is actually more than yours. Mine is 0.2. Yours is like 0.1. I checked this <laughs> because in the Corona graph, we are in different age groups. Are we? Yes. Yep. When does it change? 20 to 30. 30. Oh. So 30 to 35, I I've think, never is felt point... this young. Yeah, it's point... <laughs> so you're under 30, so yeah. yours is like 0.1. I'm over 30, and between 30 and 39, I think it was, and I'm 0.2. And then there's a huge jump after 40. Is it? Yeah, so it goes like 40 isn't that bad. Oh my god. <laughs> then it gets a big jump from 50 to 60, then a huge jump from 60 to 70, and then a little jump from 70 to, from uh, 80 upwards. 80 to upwards is like 14.9% people die. That's a high percentage. Of mortality, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, you've it's almost 15%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> do you know what I discovered today? But yeah, what I was going to say is, like... I haven't heard their story of like anyone going, oh, I've, I had it and I didn't have it anymore. How did it feel? I just had a cold. Yeah. Because from what they talk about, the symptoms seem kind of mild. Yes. Apparently it's just all the people that are sick mm. are just like, yeah, it's just like having a fever. I just have a fever, achy joints. Yes. And But the one thing a lot of people saying is you get like a sore throat, but not really a stuffy nose. Yeah, hello, Ripley. I don't know. But, uh, you know, the, but I did, this is news to me. I didn't know people were getting it again. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 I did also discovered today, I am a bit of a geek about viruses. Yeah, I'm just discovering that I just don't really care. Really? Or I, like, I care. Mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't get worse but i'm like i don't need to know all the information just tell don't me. you find it fascinating <coughs> like the the there's a, a number it's called the r naught or r zero mm. and that's the reproductive rate of the virus so basically that number is for every one person who gets it how many other people will get it yes so um i think before there was a cure for polio it was six Okay. Which is huge. Yeah. Like for every one person that gets polio. See, and the reason that this is bit important is because 
Like, so if I get it, I think the it's between 1.2. I think it's like 1.25. No, it's 2.2 something for Corona. So if, if I get it, at least two to three people will also get it. If you know, if I'm not quarantined in a, in a room, every single one Me of those, <laughs> yes, but every single one of those people will also probably infect the same amount of people. Yeah. And this is how it becomes an epidemic. Have you played Pandemic? I've played Plague Inc. Yeah. Which is a similar game. Yeah. The, what, what I, the, the R0 or the reproductive value of Corona is not that far below Ebola. Mm. However... Ebola is only spread by bodily fluids, whereas Corona is spread by droplets in the air. So when you cough, when you speak... Yeah, but you have to be within one meter of the person for longer than 15 minutes. Which is not that uncommon. I'm less than a meter from you right now, and we will spend an hour and a half. I have spent less than a meter away from six other people all day... Yeah. Who were all exposed to less than a meter from other people. Like, this is where, this is, I turn into a nerd about this stuff. Um, The other thing that people don't realize is that there's so many factors. You know how, like, they're quarantining people? Mm -hmm. And someone was saying today in the workplace, oh, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Just get to stay at home and work from home. And I was like, that's not how quarantine works. If you're quarantined, they don't let you stay in your apartment. Yeah, they do that. They do? Yeah. They shouldn't? Yeah. You know why? Because there are other people in your apartment. And not just that. Toilet systems. Mm. Toilet systems. I think this happened with SARS. Um, They didn't effectively quarantine the people in one apartment building when it was starting to outbreak. What they didn't realize was that in apartment buildings, they never thought about this, almost every toilet is connected to the same tube. So even though their water is not going into your toilet when it goes down, like microscopic droplets might go through that system into the air in your bathroom. Yeah. So just by sharing a building with other people, you're exposed to whatever's going on there. Yeah. Well, they have... Some people can stay at home. Others people have to be in the hotel. Mm. And then other people have to be at hospital. And what what happens in the hotel? Then you're just locked in a room. Do they feed you? Yeah, probably. Is there a TV? Yes. Is there Wi-Fi? Yes. Do they at least let you grab a bag? Yeah, most likely. It's not so bad. <laughs> and it's what fifteen days? Yes, I think so. Two weeks. And you, and you also, your work has to pay you. Yeah, it goes off your sick leave. So if you've got that much sick leave, yeah. which I do, yeah, I got two weeks. Mm-hmm. One hilarious thing that came out today was in Australia, people are panic buying toilet paper. Yeah. Of all things to panic buy, and okay, so um, the total cases in all of Australia, yeah, is thirty nine. Yeah. Out of 27 million people. (laughs) I think there's been one death. Yeah. And that person was old. So 39 total cases of corona in the whole country of Australia, the whole continent of Australia, 
and people are like, we need all the toilet paper right now. Like, but this is also, this is a big thing. I remember from working in the medical, in a medical center. Wait, did you work? (laughs) (laughs) We have a TV show in Australia called A Current Affair, right? Or Today Tonight. They're on different networks. Um, And I guess you could call them, they're like, they're kind of our version of Fox, Mm. or Fox and Friends, where it's all, they know their audience and their audience is old retired people who are scared of everyone. Yes. So if it's either going to scare your grandmother or piss off your grandfather, it's going to be on there. Every single story is usually about a shonky builder. (laughs) You know, you know, those ones where they go like this guy, he said he was going to fix their plumbing, took their money and never came back. I can't believe and what he did. You can't believe what he did. And then they, they go track him down. You know, that, yeah. that kind of shit. Um, and they, they, whenever they do a story on the flu or um, flu vaccinations and do they work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or, or everyone's getting their flu vaccination early this year. The next day. From 8 o'clock in the morning, every patient at that medical center who was over 85 would be furiously calling saying, I have to get a flu shot because I saw on today, tonight, yesterday, we need to get it early. And you'd be like, you don't need to get it early because it's complete misinformation. Yeah, they just say whatever to sell. And I I posted on Facebook today, why is Australia panic buying toilet paper? Like, it is a serious... Supermarkets have run out of toilet paper. That's crazy. It's not just people laughing about this. People have honestly hoarded toilet paper, like the apocalypse is coming. And because I don't know, I I, I don't know how much shit you think you're gonna, gonna need to poop when you don't have any food. Yeah. Like people are panic buying toilet paper. And I put on Facebook, like, what is it that has made people um, panic by toilet paper. Did I miss something? Is there something the rest of the world isn't hearing that only Australia is hearing? One person commented on it. Channel nine, uh-huh. <laughs> which is and the nine network is like a it's a Murdoch, oh, you know media. It's it's oh, but Corona man, Corona. Corona. I would like to drink one Corona now. I have beer if you want a beer. <laughs> I do. It's a nice beer. It is a yeah, nice beer. when it's warm and... You know, I heard stories that America... There are some people in America who have refused to buy that beer because they think that's where the virus comes from. Oh, I love it. I love it and I hate it because yeah. also... I'm like, there are people out there that just think like this. Or but I are, love it at the same time that there are people out there. That there are people out there who honestly believe that every single Asian person will give them Corona. Yeah. Like I was, <laughs> I was in the grocery store last weekend. Yeah. And there were two Asian tourists in front of me and they were, they bought, you know, the little tiny Purell hand sanitizers. Yes. They both bought a box of 48 each. No, but I mean, obviously with the way that they were dressed, they looked like they were going on a trip around the country where they might not be able to wash their hands. 
It was a normal thing. I don't know that you need 48 of them. But <laughs> by two. <laughs> but maybe but they bought 48. And I, I had a chuckle to each? each. Yeah, yeah. They bought the like so you know how it sits in a box on the shelf? Yeah. They each bought the whole box. Um and I was kind of enjoying it because I was behind them. But I was watching every single Icelander in that line, including the guy serving them, having this whole like, are they really buying 48? Oh my God. Oh my, like they, they were so, like they were very uncomfortable with the fact because Corona was going on and there's these two Asian women buying a shit ton of hand sanitizer. Yeah. And in my head I was like, I hope they're doing it just to fuck with everyone. Like, (sighs) or they just really like washing their hands. Yeah, but like it's, their hands are going to be so dry. I know. Or maybe maybe they just maybe they're alcoholics and they drink it. Um, their liver is gonna be so <laughs> dry. <laughs> but it's I mean, that's one thing I don't like about this. I mean buy cardamom dropper instead of hand sanitizer. Does the cardamom drops, does that yeah. do the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, didn't think of that one. That's, uh, have you not noticed that in most stores, like, you can't do it in Haukaup because it's fancy, no. But most stores, like Bonus and Kronan, <clears throat> they don't sell um, vanilla drops or cardamom drops. Because they have alcohol in them. Yes. Or no, they just sell it over the Oh, the where, you, where you buy cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, Oh, because people buy it and drink it. Yeah, no, people steal it and drink it. Oh, oh. Like, they don't care if people are buying it and drinking it. It's just that they don't want people to steal it. Oh, my God. And now, tornadoes in America. This just popped in. (laughs) Tornadoes kill... Welcome to News 9. (laughs) (laughs) Tornadoes kill at least 19 people in the U.S., Um, Search for survivors as 40 buildings collapse All this and more coming up after the break Oh It's my cat attacking you Stop enticing her (laughs) Don't encourage her if you don't want her to attack Anyway, how are you, Emilia? I am great No coronavirus For me Um, Not yet, at least Mm. And Yeah, just Chilling with Being a villain I don't know (laughs) Chilling with being a villain. Okay. okay. Chilling like a villain. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Chill like a villain with your Ellen. And yeah, just knitting all day, every day. Every day I'm knitting. Yes, what else? I. We saw Dave win. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a scary night. <laughs> yes, very and scary. We're not going to shit talk any other acts. No, 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 no. no. But, but I understand with a new thing that some six acts mm. were paid half a million krona from Roof mm. to make their song. Yeah. That's so everyone gets. For, uh, sorry, for those who who are not living in Iceland, there is a competition each year to select who goes to Eurovision from Iceland. It has been happening over the past three weeks, and the final was on Saturday, 
and it where the the band Dali and Gagnamagne the data the data um one and they're going to Eurovision but yeah what you were saying is that they select the songs and they're each given a budget yes to put their show on yes but then there's six that get half a million more than the other acts oh do they get another budget this the second time no so all the acts that are chosen like 10 songs or something get um so you get like this much for this instrument this much for backup singer this much for a main singer like you get um so each act is calculated Mm. what is in it Mm. but then daddy dimma and few other songs got half a million more why because they were asked to write the song by Ruth. Yes. Oh, that's a bit scandalous. And no, yes, but the most. So they weren't going to write a song, but Ruth we, asked them. We don't know if they were, but Ruth asked them. The thing that is troubling is that no one knew about it. Like everyone knows that Ruth asks specific people to write a song, write songs, mm-hmm. because they want to get people that wouldn't participate mm-hmm. to participate mm-hmm. but to have the budget this high just because they asked it's just because they asked and no one else was able to know about it that's the because if that's the case why have the competition because they don't know how the song will end up yeah but i mean be. you're already giving so i mean what what I am happy that Dade won. Me too, I'm but very what happy. what I don't like about this is that the whole point of having a competition yeah. is that everyone is given equal footing to a degree. Yeah. And once they're in, once they're going to be part of the competition, um, there's. I was under the impression they should be given the same budget so that people who are not as well known have... Yeah. Almost the same chance as... And let's be honest, this was Dada's competition from day one. Yeah, definitely. Nobody... I mean, although it was touch and go, but when we looked at the results afterwards, it was always going to win. Yeah. The jury basically just handed it to him and then the televotes cemented that straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, and it was a huge difference between mm-hmm. Dada and the second place. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which was Dimma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't like that... That's that's not a level playing field at all. Yeah, but no, it's not. Definitely, it's mm. not. But then they're like, we are we are trying to get also like other people that wouldn't compete mm. to compete, and I mean only two songs that were paid got so into then the last final year, night. Did they do the same thing for Hattare? Um, I'm not sure. Or were Hattare already going to? I'm not sure. Huh. And how did this get found out? Um, I don't know. It was just in the news. Well, it's public information. Yeah. Because it's public money. Yeah. But then with the playing field, like, Roof is not the jury. But don't they select the songs from the ones that are submitted? Yes. So Roof selects the song. Yes. And that's what they were saying, like... One guy, he was saying like, okay, I understand that you want to get more diversity into the competition and that's why you ask some people to 
be part of it and mm. obviously you have to pay them but this is a huge amount of money compared to what the other people get mm-hmm. because they are also getting all the how much a singer is going to get and blah 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 um, so and I remember from years ago when I went through yeah. worked in that competition the artist was just given a chunk they it wasn't maybe they've changed it but it was the artist was given this is your budget you spend it how you like. So it was up to the artist if they what they paid their backup singers and the yeah no now it's like you get uh, this role gets this much money mm-hmm. if you are the artist and the singer then you get both <clears throat> of those. Is what I understood. Okay. But yeah, it's um scandalous. Hmm. And they, from what I hear, they always keep cutting the budget too. Probably. Every year they go, oh, we have less, we have less, we have less. I mean, they should put the money into their sound system or something. <laughs> it's ter- Every fucking year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the national station. Yeah, it is the second How- most watched TV event in Iceland. And they get so much money mm-hmm. from the uh, phone votes mm-hmm. how can it be so bad and the commercials every fucking year I'm every year I'm like you are professionals at this mm-hmm. just get to, to, to do it and, if you can and Ruve has been doing it for 32 years yeah and every year there's a technical difficulty yeah and there were some huge technical difficulties that night I mean if anyone yeah, wasn't watching yeah. the show during one song, Dimma's song, yeah. they accidentally put um, the Eva's grandparents' interview, interview yeah. on the screen um, for a moment. Then during Dadi's second time performing, uh, the he couldn't hear his sound in yeah. his inner ear and they had to stop it. And they, they it took like 15 minutes to fix it. And they had no idea how to stall. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, how, how can this happen every single year? Mm-hmm. This... You are supposed to be professionals at this. If you can't be professional at this, get someone who is. Well, they... <laughs> I hope I'm not burning any bridges here, but they they like to do everything in-house. Because yeah, the people but... doing it for them are being paid a salary. Yeah, but just fucking fire them and hire... But also in... A- People in, that can. That was in. That wasn't in house Colobio, That was in Lögerdalshöll, right? Or was it in house Colobio? Lögerdalshöll, I think. Yeah, they would have. It's not Roof who would have been doing the sound. It would have been the, the venue doing the sound, and then Roof just patch into it. Yeah, but like you control this, like true. Make sure that the sound is okay. Like every single year, something goes wrong. If I would be controlling it, I would be like, okay, this year, what happened and also, last year? Earlier that day, <laughs> there would have been a full run of the show. Yeah. For the jury. Yeah. So by the time that the mishap happened for Dali, on that day alone, if you include the rehearsal show that would have happened before the jury, that would have been the fourth time. Yeah. I just don't understand. Oh. Because this doesn't happen, like, if someone else is doing like... It doesn't happen in the real competition. If they can't no, handle I mean, this, how will they handle it if they win? 
I mean, and they, they take up all, like, they record, how do you say it? They take all the Christmas shows, like Björgun Haldorsson, and all the shows, mm. and so they can show it on the TV mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking live show with that is not made for TV, and there's nothing wrong with it. But that's pre-recorded. No, they're singing at there. No, but they're not singing it at the same time that you're watching it on the TV. It no, was pre-recorded because yeah. it. I mean, I'm 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 not poo-pooing what you're saying, but also like when they would have done like Sigabenten's her Christmas show at Harpa, and they're going to yeah. put it on the TV. They would have filmed three of them. Yeah, and fixed what. And then they fix what fucks up during it. So they film it like when Hulle did his stand-up special. Yeah. They filmed four, and then they got the best bits and make it seem like it was one show. Yeah, but I just don't understand how this can always fuck up every year. Yep. It makes us look bad. I know, but if we're a tiny nation and we can do better than this. If we are going, I mean, we're criticizing Ruth. One thing that we, I think we have to remember is that when it comes to live, actual live television events, yeah, this is the only one they do. Yeah, but... No. So they, they don't have a lot of practice at it all year round. Like the news is live and like London, the, land, the yeah. country TV show is live that no. one time yeah, when one they time. did it for 24 hours and nothing happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> People watched it. They did. That's the most watched show in Iceland. <laughs> and I'm like, how? <laughs> because people were like, I want to see if this fucks up. No, just every week. London. Well, because the, the people are, care about the country. But, no, yeah, I know what you're saying. We have the same kind of show in Australia. It's called Landline. Yeah. And every single segment always starts with somebody kneeling on a gate. <laughs> <laughs> We're here in beautiful Yoronga Pili. <laughs> Ready for the cattle master. Um, but I know what you're saying. Like, we don't have a lot of practice. But still, how... Like, now, after the show, mm. Eva mm. says one of her sopranas... That's bad. That is really bad. Tells them there's something wrong with my mic. Yeah. And they're like, no. It's just like... I think it's some- out of battery. Yeah, there's yeah. something wrong with my mic. And they're like, no, just go on. And then she... Like, her main backup singer... Her mic cut out. Was cut out. Which is, And it's the soprano, and it was an opera song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how can that go wrong? Like, I... Ugh! It makes us look bad. It does. And I'm like, we can't do better. Mm. We have smart people here. Also, the the Iceland cares a lot about Eurovision. Yeah. And the like the people of this country, it is a huge thing for Iceland. Everyone here loves Eurovision. Everyone here goes insane for it. When we were at our friend Edlin's house watching it, if you go outside to get a drink. You could see every single apartment in the whole complex is watching exactly the same show. Yeah. The streets are dead. Yeah. Um, so everyone watches it. Everyone cares about it. And Ruth 
makes a lot of money from it yeah. because the advertising and the phone voting mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, it's a big cash cow for them. They don't spend money on it. And I happen, I happen to know from, from working at mm-hmm. it for this country, oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, that Iceland does not spend nearly enough money on sending them. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> the year I went... Bulgaria. Bulgaria. They told me what their full budget was. And it was five times Iceland's budget. Yeah. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, I do do salute the people who work for Roof. Like, the ones who aren't in charge of this kind of crap. Because, I mean, I, I, you've met people who've worked at Root before. You know they're not making a lot of money. Yeah. They're, it is one of the lowest paid TV jobs you could ever have in Iceland. Like, those hosts, they're probably not making a lot. Well, they didn't do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine, like, you compare... I'm such a hater. Yeah, yeah, this is good, this is good. <laughs> but you, you imagine, like, you compare hosting that show mm. on on the national television and it's a live broadcast and you've probably worked on your shit for the whole week. All of those hosts were probably just, cause they're all full-time roof employees. Yeah. They, they probably didn't get it paid any extra. They probably just got their regular monthly salary for doing that job. Cause it's part of their job. Yeah. Whereas, no, no I, I bet you, I bet you. Yeah, Whereas I... you go to say like, if there was a huge event, you would get a different, yeah. Salary, you'd have to negotiate what you want to get paid before they give you the job. Yeah. Wouldn't happen at Roof. They probably I know people who've worked there, and I'm not saying who oh, yeah. has said this, but I know that there are people who've worked there that I personally know in the past, they might not work there anymore, who had been just expected, oh, you're gonna do this because it's in your contract. Like you're it's just your so can you imagine work your job is to do a normal thirty eight to forty hour week whether it be writing news or whether it be doing mm-hmm. graphics or whether it be whatever. And then suddenly this competition comes around and you are expected to do like, or give away all your weekends for a month. Yeah. And you'll still get paid. You might get a little bit of overtime, but, or you might get to take some time off next month. Yeah. But it's just, it's not an option. You just have to do it. Yeah. And they're, they're all on relatively low salaries. For people doing equal jobs in other yeah, definitely. markets. Definitely. I just think when with a such a big event, mm. just do it good. Mm, it's true. And also I so Yeah. Like the hosts they were okay. You can be a hater. This is fun because you're not normally. It's usually me. <laughs> I just thought it was a lot of weird things. Yeah. And they were presented in the beginning of the night as these stars. Mm-hmm. They were the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Came in on a golf cart. With confetti. Yeah, yeah. like, And there was one guy in Iceland that was like, why are they the star of the show? Mm-hmm. Why aren't the singers the star of the mm-hmm. show? Because they did a fucking shit job. You know what also annoyed me about the way that was done? 
Okay, so there were three hosts. Yeah. You had Benedict. Mm-hmm. You had Fannar. Mm-hmm. And you had Björk. She was the best of the three of them. Yes. Of the three of them, she was the best. The thing that kind of annoyed me from the first time, the first round, when they I did didn't, it... I didn't... What's the first two? Well, I feel like maybe Fanna had been spoken to, because over the three, he, he seemed like he was trying to have more interest. Because the first show, it looked like he didn't fucking want to be there. Mm. Um, maybe but, he doesn't get paid extra, and yeah, he's like, well, this and this fucking is what sucks. happens. Because um, I know he's also a director. Like, he directs a lot of TV in okay. Iceland. Um, and because uh, I realized this because I was like, where do I know his face? Where? And it was, yeah. he directed me in an episode of a TV show before. I was like, oh, that's that guy. They um, were also with Ralfrettir. What's that? They made like a um, like news. A, a humorous news. Yes, yeah. where they said like it was only 15 minutes or mm. something. And they went over like all the current news and just said it as fast as they could. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's... And it was funny. And like it was a a new thing, but But that's why they are always together. But they're more, those guys, they're more football dudes. And I would see them commentating on a football match. I could see them doing some kind of dudish shit, right? Yeah. What where I get annoyed about this is that Eurovision matters to some people. Yeah. It matters to me. Yeah. Yeah? You, does it matter to you? Mm, yes. Okay. Maybe I'm not, not saying, as much. No, but I'm not it's just okay, here's I think you'll agree with me eventually. It's like people who are into football. Yeah. It's something that they love. And they enjoy it. They don't want to have the the show about the, the match they're going to watch. They don't want the presenter to look like they don't want to be there. Yes. Because they want the presenter to be as into football as they are and be as excited about this as they are. Yes. And he, everyone who loves football, I'm talking to you, Aaron. Um, <laughs> he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen anyway. Everyone who loves football, they get football all year round. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. Almost every bar you fucking go to in Reykjavik has football playing mm-hmm. all year round. Everything is a sports bar. Mm-hmm. They get this all the time. Yeah. For those of us who enjoy this song contest and love it and love to make fun of it and, and are excited about the evening and want to see what people come up with, let us have that. Yeah. Don't give us some football fucking dudes who look like they would rather, you know, be picking their nose in the corner or actually, in, in one of the things, openly talking to an audience member rather than speaking to the camera. Yeah. You know, it just... It, it, that, that, that's what upsets me. Because when I'm watching it, you have three hosts and two of them just look like they couldn't give a fucking shit yeah. about any of this. It's like, let me do it. Yeah. I know how to ask questions on the fly. You know, yeah. of course, they can't do it on Sunday, but, but it, it does annoy no, me. No, I know what you mean. Because it makes the night not as fun. You're yeah. like, what are you fucking doing? Mm-hmm. You don't care about these people. You know, and the when they were interviewing the Norwegians. Yeah. With the and they just kind of gave them shade at their costumes. Yeah. So who's the Star Trek geek? Yeah. I was like, oh come on, don't do that. That's not nice. No. Yeah. Anyway, but Dadi won. Dadi won. Oh, I was so happy. Dadi won. Dadi is going to Rotterdam. If I would be going to Eurovision, mm. I would, like, if the year I would go was Rotterdam, 
or like you, Oslo. No, where did you go? Stockholm. Stockholm. I would want to go to <laughs> Azerbaijan or like a country that I'm not gonna go to. Yeah, Azerbaijan was a big one for. There were countries that couldn't do it because it was too expensive to get there. Mm. Like it was very expensive for the Icelandic team to do Azerbaijan. Yeah. They loved it when it was Stockholm. Yeah, because they're like it's a three-hour flight from yeah. Reykjavik. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Also, like I'm like okay, it's also nice to have it in Stockholm mm. and Rotterdam because they just have the arena and they know how to do it. They know how to do it in Azerbaijan. They just cut off a whole village, like and built an arena. Yeah. Yeah. And put people into slavery to yep. build that arena. Yep. So I'm also like, hmm, maybe that's not the best <laughs> solution. Maybe you should just get Malta to win. Malta. Everything would be so dry. <laughs> <laughs> the performances, the humor, the food. Dry. They want to win so bad. I mean, you put your toe there once and it's never recovered. I put my... <laughs> my, my big ass dry toe. It should suck all the Water, moisture. All the moisture out of Malta yeah. is in my toe. It made no fucking difference. You know they got in trouble for cheating once? Did they? Yeah, for... It was a... Um, I, I, lo- I love everyone in Eurovision. I'm just being a hater. No, but this is this is what no one talks about. Like, so Malta once got in trouble because... So when you have the final voting... Yes. There's the jury and the televotes. Yes. And there have been some countries that have been suspected of or found guilty of attempting to buy jury votes from other countries before. I remember this. And Malta was one of them. And a story Mm. broke. I don't know if they were ever able to prove it, but I met a journalist when I went to Eurovision who was one of the first to break that story. Uh And his phone rang the next day and it was a Norwegian number. (gasps) And he answered it and it was Jan Olesund. (gasps) And he said, I've never been more terrified in my life. No, I would shit my pants. Jan Olasund, the one who says, I can uh, confirm that these uh, results are Love accurate. him. Love <laughs> him. Yeah, it was him. This is his last year, I think, as well. Yes, it is. But it was... Some Swedish guy? Is some... taking over? Yeah. I don't know. Did you know Jan Olasund survived a train crash? When you say it, I think... I heard it. He was on a train that crashed and he survived. Huh. He's also gay. Is he? Yes. Doesn't look it, does he? No. No. <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah. I'm like, huh, you are the CEO of Eurovision. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. But I'm still surprised. But I don't think he's I don't think he's the CEO of Eurovision. Is I he think not? he's the CEO of the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, which the only thing they make is Eurovision. Yes. Yeah. But it was originally... the same? Well, the company is the EBU. Yeah. Which is the European Broadcasting Union. And it was originally set up because the people, some different people in TV stations in Europe, they wanted to create... It wasn't... they The song contest wasn't first. It was the union. Yes, because they wanted to make... They were like, oh, shit, Europe was in war. Let's be friends. 
Well, it wasn't just that. It was also that they're like, oh my God, it's so hard to make enough TV programs for our country every year. Why don't we all donate or pay a membership? Yeah. And then we can all have access to this and share it with our countries. Yeah. It never worked. But what they got out of it was, let's try a song contest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jan Olesund. Yeah. Hmm. Russia has been guilty of doing this before. Whoa. In, I'm so surprised. <laughs> in 2016, one of the Russian jurors. 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 She was, for some stupid reason, she was on Twitter or Instagram showing pictures of the forms and a video, there was like a video somewhere of them going, oh, who are we all going to vote for? Like, it wasn't, it, it was very dubious, the situation. Oh, so stupid. And the, I mean, the, the country can select who's on the jury. Mm-hmm. So like one year, the, one of the Australian jury members was in a presenter for Play School, which is a kid's program where they sing songs and make <sighs> planes out of paper and paint. Yeah. And Mo- Monica Trapica is her name. And she just children's entertainer. Yeah. Is the juror for Eurovision. How can I be the jur- in the jury? I don't know. You just have to get the country to respect you in some way. <laughs> um, or your opinion on music and performance. Yeah, this podcast is going to be a great like first step. Because it's not just the song that get, gets judged, it's the performance. Yes, and I could judge that. Mm-hmm. And it's equal points. I think there's three. It's like the staging, the actual performance, mm-hmm. and the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's not about who can sing the best. Oh, it's totally... And it's it's when you're in it, it is completely uh, like a presidential race. Yes. It, a lot of it is about who can capture the most hearts online. Yeah. Who is the most popular there as well. Because the bloggers have so much power. If they don't like you, they will force everyone to hate you. Yeah. 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 Talking to you, wee-wee blogs. Um. (laughs) Fuck you. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. 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 Bloggers at Eurovision get so much shit for free as well. People just throw shit at them. Oh, my cat's really getting into watching that bird outside. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, but welcome to Not, Not in, in Front, front of, of My, my salad. salad. Oh, that was a was a long time, this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Half an hour. Half an hour of Euro recap. Euro recap. Speaking of recaps, are you excited about our first RuPaul day? I am. On Friday. I'm sorry if anyone has already watched it, but we are going to meet on Friday and recap. We're going to watch... The first episodes. It'll be yeah. more than one. It'll be two. Yeah. Two episodes. I hear the the first judge is Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Let's go to the beach. Beach. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Do you want to know a secret? Bank. <laughs> Bank. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. What else is going on in the world? Corona, Eurovision. Um, 
What else? I'm performing on Thursday. Yes, you are. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, why don't you pop down to Curious mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. and watch me and Kimmy Taylor perform stand-up comedy. I think it's only about 2,000 kroner. I can't remember. Um, but it's cheap. Yeah. But bring cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will not be there. I figured. But Aaron will be there. I know. I know. <laughs> why? Because he can't uh, stay at my house. What's happening at your house? I'm having um, my cousins mm. over. He can't stay. He just doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he hates them. <laughs> no. It's me, my sister, and then... Um, so it's my dad. I knew this was coming. <laughs> what? Me. I have to... I'm just saying this because... <laughs> Every time an Icelander says cousins, you did it before. Yeah. It always has a question mark. So like, um, because I'm having my cousins <laughs> yes. over. And that's because in Icelandic, this the uncle, aunt, and cousin are all the same word. And nieces and nephews. Nieces and nephews. It's all franca or frente. Yeah. And it's all the same word. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this, and I never say it to, and I know I can say it to you yeah. because... <laughs> <laughs> because you will understand is that whenever an Icelander in English says my cousin it's my so my father his sis and I always want to go I don't care um, <laughs> yeah nobody cares yeah. nobody cares what relation they are to you it's just a relative <laughs> yeah but go on because tell me we also we talk about Frenter and Frankur or we talk and if we want to say specific like it's it's very common to say yeah it's my friend yeah and then you say mother brother or my mother brother daughter like use mother mother brother daughter yes or brother daughter mean or brother daughter mean brother daughter mean your mother brother <laughs> mother brother mother father <laughs> yeah shut the front door mother brother <laughs> In Danish, yeah. grandpa and grandma, mm. it's just more more. So more is mom. And when it's your mom's mom, it's, it's more mom. more. And what's dad? Far more. Far more. Yeah, if it's your mom's dad, then oh, it's far okay. more. Oh, so they each have a different... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's confusing. We just... We just say, I'm um, Ragna. As kids, because you know how you have two different yeah. grandparents, we would say there was Grandma Duffy and Grandma Brown. Yeah. We do that too. It's just the last name. But just the first name. Yeah. Well, I only had, I've only had one grandma and my other grandpa lived in the countryside, so I didn't meet him that often. Lived in a shack in the woods. <laughs> yes. Sharpening his axe for the end of times. Waiting yes. for the man to kick his door in so he could say, I'm not taking this from the man. <laughs> yes, that was my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so I always called my grandpa just grandma and grandpa. And then he was my grandpa when I met him. Amma Ave. Amma Ave. Amma. Do you have other ones? Because, you know, there's grandma, grandpa, grandmother, grandfather, nana, no. pop. 
just amma og afi. My, my dad decided when my niece was born, he was not going to be called granddad. Okay. He said, like, I think it was the day after she was born, my sister said, uh, oh, here you, like Annika, her, her daughter, here you go, off you go to granddad. And he said, I'm not granddad, I'm pop. I will be pop. And is he always called pop? He's always pop. Hmm. Yep. It's a weird thing to decide. And my mum didn't want to be grandma. She was like, I want to be granny. Yeah. So it was, and so then, then there's friction because my, my, um, the husband yeah. at the time of my sister, they're divorced now. His parents lived three doors down from my parents. Oh, that's how they met in the same street. They don't necessarily get along very well. And my mother and his mother, um, have clashed at times. Mm. And so there's weird things that have happened. So when my mum said she wanted to be granny, his mum was like, well, I want to be granny too. Oh. So now there's, now my mum is granny Jean. <laughs> granny Jean. But my dad was like, nope, I'm pop. I liked it. <laughs> like, yeah. I will be pop. No, we just say I'm Mavi. I've often thought about like, because Natan and I, I don't know if you know this, we're both men. Hmm. Mm. Hadn't yeah. noticed. We, we're gay. I, I don't see sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I only see color. Um, <laughs> but if we were to have kids. Yes. How do we do it? What does the child call us? Dad and daddy. Dad or... and daddy. But that doesn't work. What, do you really want your adult child calling you mummy? No. No. I would never. Um, do you I want know. your adult... So you have a daughter or a son. Do you want your 35-year-old son saying, mummy? No. I know one um, Icelandic family mm. where it's just mama. And then mummy, they just changed. But that's the... still mum and mummy. Yeah, but it's not in Icelandic. Mummy, like, that's not a thing. Yeah. It's not weird to be 35 and say mummy. Because this, you always just call your mom mama. Natan has a weird one with his stepdad. Because what they call him is tonton, which means uncle. <laughs> That's weird. But the reason is because he was Natan's uncle. So he was married to his mother's sister a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So Natan's stepdad was married to his mother's sister. Yeah. They divorced. And then Natan's mother divorced from his biological dad. Yeah. And then later in life, they rekindled and, and got together are the sisters okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. she remarried someone else the mm-hmm. other the sister but um Still because weird. he knew him as uncle when he was mm. a kid so he was he's oh, so he i always think it's kind of funny like his phone rings he's like oh it's my stepdad and it says uncle <laughs> and then, like he'll openly say Toto. <laughs> Yeah, I at least I know one family, so it would be like dad and not daddy because that's like 
because that's still used in English. Like daddy is a thing. Mm. Like small children. Mm. And I don't think I want to be, I want to have a child. I, want, I don't want to be a gay man and have a child of 14 calling me daddy in public. No. That's a, <laughs> it's hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> but then I know another family and they are just mama X and mama like mm. mama Emilia and mama Emilia. Like they just put the name after the mama. Mm. I think Natan can just be mum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a period. I of... mean, who is the woman in the relationship? No. <laughs> but when when our friend lived with us, friend Bert, yeah, he would often joke that, like, because you know, he was one of my best. Is sorry, he's still alive. He's one of my best friends, but he would always joke that we were kind of like surrogate parents to him because his yeah. parents lived in Norway. Yeah. Um, but he would always say that I was dad and Natan was mom because I would be the one like, you know, I come home and he'd be like, oh, I broke a glass or I yeah. did this. And I go, it's okay. Just don't tell Natan. <laughs> Cause he will never know, you know? Yeah. So he go, so he would eventually say things like, yeah, he'd tell me stuff and go, just don't tell mom. Go, okay. It's fine. <laughs> Or yeah. we would like on a Sunday, you know, Schoenberg would be like, oh, let's go. It's sunny. Let's go get drinks somewhere. And then Natan hasn't got pants on. So then we'd have a chat together about how we're going to convince him that we, he has to come outside. <laughs> <laughs> and of the two of us, I think he overreacts more. He does. <laughs> but you also overreact. To different things. <laughs> But he does it more. Yeah. I mean, if I overreact, whoa, he's a tsunami. Yeah. But his overreactions are quick. Yes. No. He goes up and down pretty fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very French. He's very, yeah. very passionate momentarily about things. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Kitty. No, she's allowed to do that. I don't like that basket. Yeah, but I'm just thinking about the sounds. You're always oh, complaining. Oh, now you're, now no, you're you caring are, about sounds. You are always saying, stop doing this. It's only annoying when you do it. <laughs> That's not how it goes. That's how it works. That's how it works, baby. What else are we going to talk about today? So, Did we, you write anything down? No. Why not? Because you are supposed to do it. Was I? Were you supposed to tell me this? <laughs> You didn't tell me this. I didn't get a thing. I didn't get a task assigned to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, one thing. Yes. Have you seen the... <laughs> Have you seen... Oh, I can't. Have you seen... There's a lot of videos on Instagram about people doing stupid stuff. There's nothing funny about this. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna, you look like you're going to die. <laughs> so, videos uh-huh, on uh, Instagram. Of people doing stupid doing things. Doing stupid things, yeah. Like jumping, or, like they're standing on a roof of a car and yeah. I'm supposed to take like a 
full circle job yeah. and end on the windshield, windshield and smash it yes. yeah, yeah. and like people standing on dining tables that yeah. are made of glass and smashing it yeah. sofa tables mm-hmm. every time I see those videos I just think I'm so happy I never did this <laughs> <laughs> because my parents have a glass sofa table oh my god um, I, mean, I just, if you buy one, I think you're just asking for it. <laughs> yeah, or just don't have stupid kids that are jumping on it. Why do you need a glass coffee table? I don't need to see what's under it. It's beautiful. Listen to me. Okay, sure, go. Because I always think about them when this, because it's always teenagers. Mm-hmm. So it's their parents' house. Yeah. They have to go, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> something happened. Yeah. What happened? The the sofa table broke. Are you talking about the new yeah, crazy yeah. expensive <laughs> glass sofa table? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what happened? I was just having a few friends over and we just put a glass on it and it just smashed. Like what, what are you gonna say? <laughs> so I always imagine the did, so it never happened when you were a kid. You never did anything stupid like that, and then had to make up some stupid story. Yes, but I never broke a table. I put a hole in the wall. <laughs> well, I once broke a mirror, like on in my parents' bathroom. The cabinets yeah. are mirrors. Yeah, mirrors. Mirrors. And I was opening up, <coughs> and I opened it too fast, so I smashed up against the wall. And it broke a uh, tile mm. on the wall. and oh, So the mirror didn't break, <laughs> no, but it yeah, broke a tile. The mirror also broke. <laughs> the mirror was so strong, it broke a tile. <laughs> like the tile and the mirror. Did you make up a story? No, I just called my mom and said something happened. <laughs> I opened the door too fast. I When I broke the wall... <laughs> It was, um, uh, so my brother and I had bunk beds and the foot of the bunk bed was right at the door to the room. Mm -hmm. So if you, if I hopped off down the ladder of the bunk bed, I could just walk out the door. Yeah. And there was a period of time in my life when I was younger where, so there was a wall on the other side, um, cause there's a hallway where I really got into cartwheels and handstands. <laughs> I've never been able to do a cartwheel. I, I still can. Yeah? I can. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. I can do one with one hand. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I probably can still. I don't know. Let me lose 10 kilos and then we'll talk about it. Um, <clears throat> and so I was working on my handstands, right? And yeah. I figured because... The, there was an open doorway <laughs> and the foot of the bunk bed is, is the perfect thing to lean against. Mm-hmm. And, you know, homes in Australia, it's not like concrete walls everywhere. It's usually like <laughs> plasterboard, right? Um, and so I'm doing the handstand and I come down too quickly and my foot just goes straight through the wall. <laughs> And my parents were out grocery shopping. And I remember, like, this is the exact thought. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. 
they're going to kill me. They're, yeah, they are get, going to kill me. I get this feeling yeah. when I watch this video. Like, oh, how am I going to explain this? How am I going to explain this? And, and instantly I knew I had to lie. Yeah. I had to lie because there's no way they'd be like, why the, why my parents would never say fuck. Um, but why were you doing handstands in the house? I couldn't say I was doing a handstand. And they'd be like, well, we've got to, cause we, they have a huge backyard. They'd be yeah. like, why aren't you doing it out there? You know, just destroying things. Um, so I s- took a look at the height of it and I figured it was about the height of my shoulders. Yeah. The hole in the wall. <laughs> And I remembered thinking this is, I mean, this is like the making of a criminal right here. Right. Because I, my thought wasn't, I better tell them. My thought was how do I not make it seem as bad and lie to them Yeah, yeah. so that I get off scot-free. Yeah. Um, and I looked at, I grabbed a shoe and I was like, put the shoe on my hand (laughs) and I kind of matched it up with one. Oh, it's about... That's about the right size. And it was a particular summer where we were just about to get sprayed for cockroaches mm. because we had started seeing them. And my mom hates cockroaches. And so I decided that I would tell them I saw a cockroach on the wall And I went to grab a shoe and I went to smash it with the shoe and I didn't realize my own strength and it went (laughs) through the wall. And they believed me. Mm. They believed me. Yeah. And my mother, one of the only times I ever did something wrong where she didn't get irate because she's she's a bit like Natan. She just flies off the handle. Yeah. Um, You know, um, because she hates cockroaches so much in her mind, she must have been like, you were doing the right thing. You're trying to kill a cockroach. Yeah. And also, my dad's a house painter, so yeah, it's nothing it. for him to fix it. And it's very easy <clears throat> to fix things like this. Yeah, but yeah, I um, I I totally blamed it on a cockroach that never existed. Yeah. Yeah. Still went back to doing handstands there, though. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't change me. No, no. Because <laughs> I knew I could get away with it. I'll just do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. When you get away with it. When you get away with it, then it's worse and it eats at you forever and Mm -hmm. ever and ever and ever. My brother, my little brother, sorry, that was me making noises now. My little brother, I remember about the time that I started to realize I was gay. was also about the time that we got the internet in the house. You have told me this? (laughs) I think so. We got the internet in the house. And so... Um, one Saturday morning, I did my little exploring of the World Wide Web to find out what skinful delights awaited me there of the love that dare not speak its name. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had my little session, but I'm not stupid. I knew because we did computer class at school and yeah. I, I had a new other kids who looked at porn. Yeah. And I knew that you had to clear the history. You had to clear the cache. And I did all of it. There was no evidence I had ever gotten online. Right? Yeah. Two days later, I get called downstairs to where the computer is with all the siblings, except my little brother. Because he was 10. He's only little. It couldn't be him. And we can't let him see this. 
So it was me. And by that time, Janine was living out of home. So it was just me and Steph. <laughs> right. And it was basically like that Scottish mum. Well, it was fucking one of yours. So I, I've never been so uncomfortable in my life because I come downstairs. My mother's looking beside herself angry. <laughs> my dad's awkward because he's like, oh, this is. And there's my mum. She's standing in front of the computer and goes, who wants to tell me what this is? And moves away. There is a picture of a woman with a giant ass dick in her hand, looking like she's choking on it with all the bits all over her face. Um, I'm like, I, I, I had never seen that picture before in my life. So in my mind, I'm like, Steph, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at, Steph? What kind of porn are you into? <laughs> so, so, um, and, and there was gay porn on there yeah, as well. And so my parents were like, who looked at this? And I was like, uh, it wasn't me. And it genuinely, genuinely yeah. was not me. They blamed me for it. <gasps> oh. 20 years later, my brother admits while we're having drinks, it was him. <laughs> it was him the whole time <laughs> little fucker <laughs> it was little 10 year old Anthony <laughs> look at his gay porn and the lady picture was a pop up Oh, that's what it was but he just did it he was 10 years old so he didn't know he had to clear the history and get rid of all the, young, all the pornados yeah I mean kids these days man they've seen worse <laughs> worse yeah yeah. I mean, back then he would have at least had to know what to type in. Yeah. There was no porn hub back then. I don't even remember what it was. I think you had to go sexy nude picture <laughs> into Yahoo. Pen- <laughs> sexy nude picture penis. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. It's probably something I searched. <laughs> You're saying it. Yeah, those were also the days when people used to, like, it was all about pictures. It wasn't videos. Because yeah. you couldn't stream videos. They didn't, it was too much to put videos online. Yeah. So it was all pictures. There were so many people who would just take two people doing pornographic stuff with each other and then Photoshop celebrities' heads yeah. on that. Do you remember that? They're doing that still. And it's so, like, well photoshopped that you can't see it's not that celebrity. Yeah, and they even, like, put in tattoos that are the celebrity as well. So it looks like it could be a leaked sex pic. Yeah. Yeah. So celebrities are like, like, hey, it's not me, but I can't do anything. I don't know. I think think if if someone leaked it, in Goose Feet leaked a sex pic of me and I looked good in it, like, that made me look a little bit better than I was. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. but if you are yeah, 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 Jennifer yeah. Lawrence and yeah. you just look always <clears throat> pretty good. Mm. Yes. Oh, oh, and here comes the Frenchman. <gasps> Hello. Do you have contact lenses? Yeah. Are you wearing them right now? Yeah, I can't really see you, but I'm wearing them. Why, why? why can you not see us? Aren't they supposed to help you see? What yeah. is the purpose of that? <laughs> well, I cannot really see on the left one. 
but she told me, all right, you're going to take, it's going to take a few weeks. Oh, to get, so you're going to be in contact lenses all the time now. Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating radio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could you close the door, darling, on your way out? Yes. <sighs> Natan just got himself some contact lenses. Yeah. For his flying. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's it. Okay, good night. Bye. What's coming up, Emilia? What's coming up? Mm. Um, You're off to your bachelor screening. Yes. And then my cousin meeting. Yeah, cousin, yeah. Um, RuPaul on Friday. Yeah. I'm home alone all weekend. Why? Party. Aaron is going on a work trip to Akureyri. Oh, that's kind. Of, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's it's not a fun work trip. Like it's a work work trip. Oh, work work trip. Although you can get a decent Bernays pizza in Akureyri. Yeah, you can get everything with Bernays in Akureyri. Akureyri is the capital of, of Bernays salsa. You can also get a hot dog that is just fries. Yeah. With cocktail sauce. And you can get a burger that comes with the fries inside. Yeah. yeah. I always put my fries, though, usually in my burger. I don't. I think it disgusts me, nice. and it's a, an abomination that shouldn't exist. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I think fries should be enjoyed on their own. Oh, okay, master. I will never change. <laughs> because they are delicious, and they should be enjoyed separately. Ah, cat. This is such a good radio. I am just all over the place. You are all over the place. But I think you have somewhere you have to go to. So we can finish early today. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course. Yeah, but but until next time. Bye. Bye. Next time be prepared, you idiot. Everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody and you are nobody. Nobody! <laughs> You're just a salad. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland. You lousy backpacker, go back to Germany!